Life Learnings with Helen and Louise. This is a space where we aim to help, educate and entertain you on all aspects of life. Each week we will be here live to inspire you to take action in your own life. We will bring together a beautiful mix of practical logic and spiritual intuition to help you live life your way. Tonight we'd like to talk about or to acknowledge the fact that adulting is hard. No matter what your version of adulting is, there is no way around it, only through it. In this episode of Life Learnings with Helen and Louise, we explore a basic concept that would help us survive adulting instead of resisting like two-year-olds. Yep, tonight we're going to talk about self-care. And cue the commentary in your head that self-care is indulgent and what it what is it anyway, right? So as if you've got time to get Zen and do meditation in your busy life. If that's the conversation in your head, you'll discover in this conversation that self-care isn't just all Zen and unicorns. <sighs> We've done it again, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> we keep giving ourselves these really big topics, but one, no, the reason why we're talking about this tonight in this episode of life learnings with helen and louise is because if you are a regular listener you would be aware of the fact that we weren't here last week and the reason we weren't here last week was because lou and i were both finding adulting hard too hard (laughs) and so we we honored that Mm. And on the Monday before the Tuesday episode, I messaged Lou and said, just putting it out there, I don't actually know if I will be able to do Life Learnings with Helen and Louise tomorrow night. And thankfully, Lou came back and was very much in the same headspace. So we then just shuffled off into our little caves (laughs) and did the self-care that we needed to. And adulting is a little bit easier this week. Um, it's full moon tonight. Yeah. And as Lou and I have acknowledged before, we find the full moon much easier to manage and work under than the new moon. So Which was last week. Last time we did the life learnings with Helen and Louise was the new moon. Is that the 15th? Last week. Yeah. Two, no, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay, right. Oh, that's so right. Two yeah, weeks yeah. ago. Um, so Ooh. anyway, that's why we didn't do a session last week or a conversation last week. But what then has come from that is we hope a really interesting conversation tonight for you. coming Because Lou and I are coming from really different places. Polar opposites. Polar opposites around this self-care thing. So I'm actually going to handball it to you for a little bit, Lou, just to share where you're coming from yeah. in regards to self-care and then I'll share my thoughts. Self-care is one of those topics I will readily admit is something I've had so much resistance to. Mm. Hate it, just this whole thing of um, always that conversation, who can afford it. It's um, I think because I, I've always come from that, it's terrible to admit it, but I remember you know going through something or rather or getting sick once and saying going to like a healthcare practitioner and saying what amounted to almost being sick or or i.e being human is unacceptable right 
like a machine, you know, <laughs> you just keep going, you get stuff done, you keep pushing through. Mm. But then what happens, right? Well, sorry, minor I've detail <laughs> that, you know, and I guess they're the things that we don't often, um, you know, realise that we are, we can be running on empty. So I guess they're the things that like, so from me, from my perspective, it's always been something that I've resisted because I've gone, you know, I don't have time for that. Mm. You know, that, that just seems ridiculous. So (laughs) on the opposite side of that, if you didn't have time for self care, where was your time going? To everything else that I needed to do. So does that equal in one big, you know, um, inverted commas, busy work? Busy work, Mm. exactly. Because, and I guess they're the things to go. Then, you know, there's little symptoms or signs that pop up along the way. So whether it's getting a bit sick. You know, because I guess the thing was I found that it was like this vicious cycle to go, if the tank isn't full, right, then these things would pop up that would be like oh and then it then it would be oh gosh I've got to do something and then when you're in that kind of crisis point or when you're in that um I guess going damn it I have to do some of these health or you know self-care practices it's like when you really need it they're not easy totally not not easy. easy at all and you know, the sort of things that would come up would be, you know, whether you're tired. So I guess, you know, listeners, it would be identifying, you know, if you feel tired or um, exhausted or frustrated, you know, you feel irritated, anxious about stuff. It's probably a sign that um, there needs to be something. One thing that I didn't kind of realize was a symptom to go, oh, crap, I have to do something about this. I'm not a robot. Nutritional deficiencies. Mm. Now, I eat extraordinarily well. Mm, you do. Lots of, you know, big, big, you know, like I'm always focused on, you know, lots of vegetables, um, you know, really look at what I eat. And I remember going to the doctor and then them saying, oh, you know, your iron levels are out, this is out, that's out. And then as soon as I heard that, I just went, right. Absorption is the problem because they identified, well, you know, you're getting in nutrients, but your body just isn't absorbing. So I Mm. went, okay, well, it's gut health issues straight up. What's a part of that? Stress. Mm. So then. What's the way to fix the stress? Yeah. Self care. -care. Down (laughs) You know, so that's the thing when you sort of go right headed, you know, you're on the happy path to burnout Mm. and really kind of going, you can get stuff done, but it's not. Great, because you're dealing with all of these, you know, feelings of stuff. So I guess that was my kind of journey to go. Ugh. So you okay? So if I put that into a really short timeline, yep, it was. Lou didn't believe in self care. Yep. Then Lou started to have symptoms. Yep, wheels um, falling off. Wheels, yeah, wheels falling off in all sorts of areas of your life. Yep. And then having some tests done and, and finding yeah. that you know the absorption was the issue. And then really the only way around that was to help reduce the stress, which came back to self-care. Absolutely. 
Okay. Yeah, because I guess the, the stress is like you know, when, when cortisol is, so we understand adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Adrenaline is released when we're in that fight, flight, freeze or faint. Okay, so adrenaline goes, oh my gosh, we've got an issue. Trouble is we get to that point of going, oh my gosh, we've got an issue when we get email pings and yes. oh my God, all my to-dos. and So we're in that sort of state of stress. When we've got sustained stress, that's when the cortisol is released and High levels of cortisol over a period of time isn't good for all of our different organs, no. all of our systems. Yeah. And that's where you have to kind of stop and go, right. Because mm. if you don't stop yep. and go, right, yep. then that's when all of these other conditions that you may already have <laughs> going to escalate. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So... Maybe I should talk about my relationship with self-care. Because, and I think perhaps some of this difference, and I might be wrong, so Mm. happy to talk about it. Some of the difference might be because I grew up in the country. Mm. Yeah, probably. Because Lou grew up in the city and I grew up in the country. And we lived in a house in a town. So we didn't have a property, you know, out of town with cattle or, you know, crops or anything like that. We just lived in a normal house in a small town. Um, you know, these were the days where there were hardly any technologies around. We only had two TV stations. There were six in our house. Dad was the person who pretty much chose the channel, except if we fought him and said, can we please watch Countdown or can we please watch Doctor Who or whatever the sta- the channels um, or the yeah. programs were that were on the stations at the time. Um and, you know, our, we had a number of relatives lived in the town and my grandparents lived next door. And small town, everyone knows everyone, yet we still had very um, tight boundaries around us as children um, about, you know, where we could go and what we could do mm. and how long we could be out and all those kind of things. But still, we were outside a lot. We um, climbed trees. We would go water skiing. Um, we, as kids for school holidays... At that Christmas, New Year time, we had the caravan and we pack up the caravan and go to the beach for a month mm. and literally stay at the caravan park for a month. And, you know, yes, we would do day trips here and there, but it was really a way to just get away from home mm. in a small enclosed environment with your family, but in a caravan park where you met other friends and we just were pretty much out of the you know the van the whole time except for if we were eating or sleeping um and we were involved in interacting with nature and doing Mm. stuff like that so i'm not saying i was brought up with self-care as a focus yeah but i think i was really brought up with these ideas that for connection with myself equals connection with these other things whether it's nature or people i really want to hang out with or whatever that is so then um you know fast forward through the normal you know go to uni and work and just you know normal stresses and then getting married and having a kid and you know things that go down around that as well um you know no one who's been married for a long period of time says it's an easy run especially if you've got kids thrown into the mix and then you've got your own health or your partner's health or your kid's health or um, you know the home you live in there's so many different elements that can really knock your Mm. as a woman i believe particularly knock your focus or connection with self-care off you know as a priority because you just think well my priority now is this other stuff Mm. whether it's family job whatever it is 
Um, you don't need to be married with a partner and children to be worried and stressed about those other things, yes. right? So then um, through the sanctuary work that I do, it's really interesting because I've been connecting with it for many years um, and obviously working for less years with my clients on yep. it because, you know, obviously I'm trying to um, improve myself and educate myself on what works to help other people do the same. And what I know, and particularly in um, times like we had last week where we were both mm. probably stressed, frazzled, off kilter, just couldn't string a sentence together, let alone, you know, get up and cook dinner properly. <laughs> um and times like now when we're sitting in some really strong solar flares, these times can really knock us off the edge. Mm. And I know we're both, um, we have both have elderly parents and we've got health issues around that. Um, and, you know, other stresses in our life, which can push us over the edge, but also it's only like it gives us permission not to go into self-care because we go, well, I've got all these things. I've got to look after my mum. Yeah. I've got to look after my child. I've got to do this at work. Do you know what I mean? Like we've so it got becomes the list. a chore. Yes. Just another thing. It's like, oh, do... my God, now I've got to have an Epsom salts bath. Really? <laughs> I don't have time for an Epsom salts bath when the washing up downstairs needs doing or the folding needs doing or I've got to iron shirts or so whatever. So you have, dare I say, my observations over the years is you've, you've really – ingrained these as habits they are totally habits yeah. and i know i've told that story before about that crazy flight and the insanity that happened between yes. brisbane and america and getting to the snow and three days of lost luggage and misfights and yeah. all sorts of craziness right and it's only from all of my work with sanctuary which less let's face it equals a lot of work around self-care yeah because you know if i'm looking at Sanctuary, my home, or my body, my life. Mm. Self care is a major part of that. If I, as Helen, don't take my vitamins, yes. don't get enough sleep, yeah. don't ground myself, don't spend time with people I want to spend time with, don't eat well, or whatever all the rest of the list is, if I don't do those things on a daily, regular, mm. every five minute basis, then I'm not actually going to show up in a way that I want to show up as. Mm. And I think that's what self-care for me is. It allows me to connect authentically with me in a way that works for me. So for me, meditation is sitting in silence. Yep. Yesterday, we had an appointment. My son and I had an appointment with someone. For him, meditation is running in the forest. Mm. Oh, how awesome. As opposed to running on the street. Because yes. he said when he runs in the forest, he has to watch out for logs and fallen trees and roots and, yeah. I don't know, maybe animals. I don't know. Whereas if he runs on the street, his brain is still going. Yes. So what he was essentially saying to us is when you are looking for the self-care thing, you know, we might have a label of meditation. Yeah. Or we might have a label of self-care or whatever the label is. Yeah. But we need to work out what fits in that bubble yes. for us. Yeah. And then we need to make it a priority. Yeah, because the brain instinctively, we are hardwired to resist things that are hard or requires effort. And so, but see, it's interesting because I think running a marathon is hard and takes effort. Oh no! Um, I don't know. Building a house is hard and takes effort. 
um, sustaining a happy, healthy relationship with anyone is hard and takes effort. Yeah. Self-care and the list of the things that are hard and take effort, to me, is really one of the easy things. Well, let's let's unpack that because when you say like all of the little, like, you know, doing each of these things, they're hard. I guess I know for me, self-care has been hard because it gets me to address some of that dialogue in my head (laughs) okay that self-talk that self-talk that that says yes it's okay so part of it for me has been to recognize how do I trick my brain to go or calm it down to go no actually this is this is good it's on par with Mm. xyz so let me share a story with you about that because i was watching something today as a small video showed up on social media Mm. um and it was this woman saying how she had been in a really challenging space and just kept pressing snooze on the yeah on the clock every morning and just didn't want to get out of bed and one morning she was watching television and she saw um, NASA launch a rocket okay. up into space. And she had this massive epiphany, which was, if I can trick my brain and I can launch my brain in the same way that NASA can launch a rocket, yeah, I reckon I might be able to change what's going on in my life, right? So this is what yes. she did. What she yeah. did the next morning when her alarm went off she turned it off then she went five four three two one and jumped out of bed love it did the same thing the next day the same thing the next day the same thing the next day her theory was you've got about a five second window yeah yeah where you can go he's a creative really interesting idea and then the brain kicks in and it goes no stuff it that's stupid it's you know, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever the self-talk yeah. is. So what she did was she tricked herself and she managed to make yeah. this change. So maybe, what do you think? Is that a concept around yeah, self-care? De- Could we use that? Definitely, definitely. Because I think, you know, I'm just, you know, sort of ref- hearing that, reflecting on that, and it's and it's recognising there are multiple ways to approach it. And so what I'm hearing is different things work for different people at different points, depending on where they're at. Mm-hmm. So it might, but like tricking the brain to go, you know, five, four, three, two, one, jump out of bed like a rocket is going to be great. There's going to be those moments where the most kind thing for her to do is to actually go, you know what? You do need to snooze. Yes. You, like, you know, and that's yes. the sort of thing to, 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 you know, it's really that, you, yeah, I love that idea of that five second of like that check in to mm. go, this is definitely get out and do this or am I, what is the, the most relevant thing to do right now? Yes. And I think that what is the most relevant thing to do right mm. now concept mm. is actually really important when we're awake alert and standing up yeah so i might be in a place at a restaurant yep i don't know with 30 other people celebrating something i haven't done that for a long time but anyway let's just say that's what's happening yeah and then something happens that makes me feel uncomfortable makes me realize i don't want to be here anymore Mm. 
I really believe it's in those instances when we need to back ourselves and what it is we need. Because yeah. if I'm there and, you know, I don't know, whatever the situation is that's going down and I feel uncomfortable, I need to claim ownership of that mm. and I need to stand up for myself. Yes. And I need to go, okay, guys, I'm calling it a night, see you later, and leave. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just one example. Um, oh, I want to give another little one today. This is um, self-care for kids because mm. this, this situation happened for us um, today. So our son goes to school this morning and one of his friends said, so they're 12, one of his friends said, I'm feeling really stressed. Has anyone got any meditations on their phone? And so my son goes, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> so he pulls out his phone and they're all sitting there. They pull up a meditation. And I don't know how many children were there. He didn't say. But his friendship circle were all sitting there listening to this meditation. This is before school started. Oh, my gosh. Now, what a powerful example of self-care. Or what more powerful example of self-care could you ask for if number one, someone's asking for help. Yes. And number two, somebody stepped in with exactly what they needed at the time yeah. to help them get to where they needed to be. Mm, so yeah. there's kind of two things there for me. It's one, you've really got to back yourself yes. in regards to your self-care. Like I say to people, no, I'm sorry, I can't go to that. I'd really love to come, but yeah. I can't go. Yeah. Um, but then also helping support other people with what yes. they need. Yeah. I agree. I think... Um, and it's that recognition of self and kind of quietening those voices and just going, okay, what is it I need right now? And I guess the way that I sort of like approached self-care as a non-self-carer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we know what you mean. Exactly. Um, was to go with the view of domains of well-being. So, you know. Yep. A lot of what I do around wellness and productivity is really, I, I apply those same principles to then go, okay, you know, we know the common domains of well being is going to be the emotional and mental well being. So then go, okay, what are the things that I do that I can incorporate on a routine kind of basis that support me in that domain mm-hmm. for emotional and mental well being? So, what are some of those? Uh, for me, that's yoga. Um, for me, it's going for a walk or, you know, walking, oh, just, you know, that's really, you know. It's like moving your body is yeah. a big part of it, right? The um, it. Then it's looking at, okay, what are the, um, I guess one of the other common domains of, of um, well-being is financial. And mm. I look at it as the coins of our life being time and money. Mm. So when we look at financial well-being, we then, like from a self-care perspective, it's going, what are the things that I can do on a routine basis that help to allow me to do certain things? So it might be, how can I budget ways to do a particular activity? Mm. You know, Or it might be, what are the things I can do to manage my stress around finances? Mm. So you know, if you've got that habit of not opening your bills... Mm. Because there's financial stress attached, Mm -hmm. then it's going, you know, self-care in that example is, okay, what are things I need to do to reduce my anxiety? So remember how earlier I was talking about, you know, what are those symptoms that you get? Mm -hmm. That self-care might be really important. Anxiety is a good indicator to go, where may I focus some effort? Mm -hmm. Um, Then another domain of well-being is the social 
Mm. So part of that might be what are the situations that um, either support me or don't. So like in your example, when you were going, you know, in this environment or in, you know, Mr. 12's case mm. where it was that little social circle then going, hey, I can access meditation with, with my schoolmates mm. um, through to this situation does not, I need to remove myself because that's greater self-care. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and then it's sort of going um, the last one, which is the physical, mm. you know? So what are the strategies that I can use? And we're going to do different things at different times, and I think mm. that's really important. It's like like you were saying, some of the things you do is you have routine scheduling things in, and then it's the next level. What are things I need to do to up the ante? Well, it's like your toolkit, right? Oh, it's yeah. like a, yeah. a sewing kit mm. or a builder's toolkit. You've got all sorts of different tools in there of different sizes, yes. different price points, different yep. weights, all sorts of different things. Yet put them all together and it's such a valuable yes. resource yeah. um, for you to use. I want to come back to that financial bit that you mm. said, Lou, if that's all right. Because I think... You know, quite a few people might be going, oh, well, I, you know, I can't afford to have a massage once, mm. once a month or I can't afford to eat, you know, organic food or whatever the case may be. And I think that we need to acknowledge that that's a reality. Yep. Um, but at the same time, it's being savvy. Yes. As well. Yeah. So I might have a skill set that is beneficial to you, Lou, yep. and you might have a skill set that's beneficial to me. Let's get together yes. and do a bit of a share yep. thing. Um, if I'm a mum at home, I mean, every mum's done this on the planet, but, you know, if I'm mum at home, I can perhaps ask my friend to mind the children yep. while I now go and get the massage or I meet my friend who is training her skill for my skill. Yes. So there's ways yep. that you can work around it. And then maybe save up for that one special thing yeah. um, that you would love to do or that, you know, every six months would be a great addition to yeah. your self-care routine. Love it. Yeah, I think it's important. So I think what would be helpful is, is if we kind of unpacked maybe some more of those examples around either the routine things that people can do and then look at, up the antique, like when mm. things are, you know, because it's that vicious cycle, Ooh, unless yeah. we're doing those little bits, and I guess that's what I found, unless I'm doing the little bits, like I guess the first one I would say is, for me, it's always healthy eating. That's mm. the one thing, that's the one thing I have consistently done to go, I guess this is an example, every every week, you know, I prep my, um, you know, morning teas or veggies, I make salads, so then I'm making sure weekdays I've got, you know, good, nutritious, lots of veggies to, to, to nourish me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once a week or once a fortnight, I'll get together with a friend and we will do maybe a bit of a cook-up. So then Beautiful. we've got, you know, we've got some food. You can stick those in the freezer yeah, and you don't exactly. have to think for the week or two. Exactly. Love it. When I need to up the ante, mm. okay, when things go nuts, what I will do is... I will admit, I eat comfort food. Mm. So that you can see the difference in terms of, you know, what am I doing on a daily basis? Good nourishing food. Mm. When stuff's crazy, oh, you know, I'll get the, the anti- cake. I am gonna, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get the cake. I'm going to eat those comfort foods that take me back to give me that extra bit of safety and security that, like, I had as a kid or whatever. So it might be, mm. I will eat, you know, pasta. I will eat those sorts of foods that 
nourish me and give me, you know, in, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's that safety and security. Yes. If I'm having a bottle of wine every night yeah. as my basic, <laughs> oh, well, it's self-care, I'm going to sit in front of the TV and this is my time out. Mm. That's not really an effective route, like daily thing to be doing. No. If it's once, like, you know, when you're up the ante and you go, well, am I doing this every day? And there's a difference between comfort food once a month or, um, you know, a couple times a month, a couple of times a month, whatever is, you know, your yep. thing. Um, as opposed to having it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Or having a bottle of wine with friends on the weekend yeah. versus having a, a bottle of wine seven nights a week. Yeah, crying into the bottle. Yeah, because that then what that then tells me is there's lots more going on for you from an emotional, social, yeah. spiritual level that you need to be looking at. Exactly. And what are you doing? You're covering it up or hiding it with the food or the alcohol or whatever yep. your vice comfort food comfort thing yeah might be yeah i think for me in regards to self-care one place i notice it the most if things are going pear-shaped in my life yep is i need more sleep Mm. i need a lot more sleep and that's me of course as well from an energetic basis and and the kind of work i do in the world but if i don't go to bed at a decent time and catch those Z's, then I really feel it mm. the next day. You know, I'm fuzzy headed. Um, you know, yes, I do all that. I try and eat. I'm not, I'm not as good as you, Lou, with my, my eating. But, you know, I eat pretty yep. well. I do a lot of baking and cooking and stuff in our home. And I don't put myself in places where the situation feels negative or heavy or dense to me mm. and my house is really set up in a way that nurtures me and the people I live with but there's always going to be times when the you know universe throws your curveballs whether yeah. they're related to yourself or your partner or your family member or work colleagues you know it doesn't even need to it could be a situation from here to work that you see on the road that you know, distresses you. So there's always going to be those situations and it's how we choose to react and how we choose to show up with those situations around self-care, which I think says a lot mm. because I do believe that we're occulted into doing, doing, doing more and more and more. Yet all the research shows, all the history of humans show that if we have time on our own yep. in solitude, if we eat well, if we do exercise, and that's not go to the gym exercise, that's walk. Yeah. That's go out in nature, that's swim at the ocean, like all of that beautiful stuff, if we do that, we feel better. Yeah. We feel more connected with ourselves, our purpose, what we we feel we're here to do the people around us we feel more connected with them as well so why don't we go and do it you know what i mean it's all these other external things that we think i should do this at work i should do this with my mum, or Mm. you know whatever those shoulds are so what else besides sleep Mm. um it's in your toolkit meditation yep definitely in my toolkit going on retreat yep um, I mean, obviously, that's this is a that's, thing, right? This is a mm. big thing. So we're talking about what can I do every day? Yeah. So, you know, every night I rub hand cream on my hands and I give my hands a bit of a massage. Like, that's really simple. That's, that's one simple. example that I love, yep. like, constantly to go, 
would would we normally consider that to be self-care hell no, no. but is it absolutely totally. and i always do it before and you know this time of year it's a bit colder and your skin really yes. notices that so i do that before i go to bed and it feels beautiful on my hands another one i'm going to add to that mm. flossing floss yes. your teeth <laughs> Because one of the things that I've, I've realised after years of my dentist giving me lectures mm-hmm. was, am I really in that much of a hurry to jump into bed yes. that I can't floss at night? Yes. So I'm playing this game with my mind to go, oh, yeah. are you in such a hurry you can't floss yeah. your teeth? Really? And, and what I, Really? What I want to talk about here as well, because this is... Jump, this is run jumping. to bed, run to bed, <laughs> quick! That whole concept of jumping has just jumped into my head about this. Is the concept, this will blow your mind, Lou, of quantum leaping. Whoa, hang on. What the heck? What are we talking about? So, what do you want your teeth to look like when you're 80? <gasps> nice. Yeah. What do you want your hands to look like when you're 80? What kind of body do you yeah. want to be in and operating in when you're 80? Fit, hot, old chick. <laughs> that's, my, that's my goal. But Seriously. do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What I'm saying through quantum leaping is doing the stuff now. Yes. That when I am 80, I will be thanking myself for. <gasps> yeah. So, you know, I've been doing yoga and Pilates and, you know, all that other kind of self-care stuff for over 20 years. Yes. Like yep. a long time, yep. right? And, you know, people often say to me, oh, well, you look good or you don't look that age or whatever. And I put it down to the fact that I actually do show up and I take care yep. of myself and my body. But I don't do it from an extreme, No. you know... Um, exercise lunatic point of view i just do it like i mean you're such a healthy eater you do your yeah. dancing and your yoga and your walking we are really setting ourselves up for the future yes. that we want yeah right so maybe just think of it like that self-care is giving to myself so i can be who i want to be when i'm well and pick an yeah. age whatever the age yeah. might be and there's like a, a good like that concept of you know do something today your future self will thank you for yes good example of that that we can all do routine putting petrol in your car at night when you're on your way home mm. because I know if I'm I routinely can be running late in the morning or rushing I go oh you know like petrol i need to call into this exactly and you just go that's a really good example of self-care because why i'm managing my stress yes and it's going in that moment of when i'm filling up the petrol bowser at like you know nine o'clock or whatever it might be at night Mm. when i'm on my way somewhere or, or at the end of the day I go, you know, future Louise, this is for you, girl. Yeah. You know, and it Louise, might only be tomorrow, Louise. Louise, tomorrow will be happy that you did it, right? And then I go, thank you. Thank you, past Louise. Yes. You looked after me. <laughs> that's it. And so you're caring for yourself. Love it. Yeah. Instead of going, oh, self-care, that's a yes. you know, big crock of whatever yeah. you want to call it, a crock of, or a self-indulgent or whatever mm. the words are. It's not. It's actually saying, I'm gifting to myself so that my future self will love me in leaps and bounds yes. that she would never want to break yeah. up with me ever. <laughs> now, one of the things that you said that, that ties into this was, um, you know, you talked about how, like, grounding. Mm. Do you want to talk about some examples of that? Mm. Or, you know, like, why, what... Yeah, all that, all of that, <laughs> all of the above. Okay, all of the above. So grounding, you know, from a basic point of view, is essentially what the word says. It means 
I'm stuck in my head. Mm. I'm faffing around like a crazy woman. I'm feeling frazzled and stressed and blah. I need to ground myself. And I know we've spoken about this before. It's like we live kind of from a chin up sometimes and yes. our body just kind of goes on automatic pilot but by grounding you're describing me <laughs> but by grounding ourselves we're taking all of that frazzliness and we're saying you know what i'm going to just shift you and i'm going yes. to shift you gently through my body and the best way to do that literally is outside on the grass mm-hmm. bare feet sitting on the grass walking on the grass walking in the ocean or sitting on the sand like being out in nature yeah and preferably, if you can, with your shoes off mm. because that helps you know, all the gunk from your body to be released through your feet chakras but also to allow Mother Earth to connect with you and yes. help ground you. Yep. The problem we've got right at this moment in time as we speak is we've got solar flares and they've been around for a week and a bit or more and they're going to continue for a little while longer as well. So what that means... So in, in an, the normal world without solar flares... The earth has this lovely negative charge and we're this, you know, super hyped up positive charge. So by grounding, we, you know, allow Mother Earth to reduce some of that positive, crazy, frazzly and ground us through the negative ions. The problem we've got with solar flares is we've got an increased positive ion in the earth, which Mm. means it's actually harder to ground. So, you know, so there's I, a bit of science behind this. There is a bit of science. Science or is it all woo-woo? Oh, well, I bit don't of think it's woo-woo. I think it is probably science, but I'm no scientist. Like positive so. charge and ions, that sounds a bit like electricity, doesn't it, really? Well, it does, and it is science-y, and, you hmm. know, my 12-year-old probably understands that more than I do. But what I do know is that normally mother earth is brilliant at grounding us Mm. which is a brilliant self-care practice if you can do it you know i have friends who start their day out on the grass yes and just by simply doing some movements and you know inviting that energy of the earth into their body to help ground them Mm. so when we've got all these positive charges happening with the earth and the solar flares it becomes more difficult to ground yeah but it's also a time when you might and you might not even know solar flares are going on but you might find that you're feeling frazzled your body's internally feeling Mm. a bit you know jittery or adrenaline or you feel more snappy or more tired or you know whatever the case may be for your body so what do we do in that instance eat lots of root vegetables so root veggies what potato pumpkin sweet potato so turnips, earth, earth, root, stuff grown underground. Grown underground. So chances are it was pulled out of the ground a little bit of time ago and still has, you know, beautiful um, grounding properties yep. in it. hasn't been, you know, charged with the positive mm. ions. Um, increase your magnesium if you can. Have Epsom salts baths with go down the treats if you've got the odd crystal or two i'd whack yep. a few crystals in i always stick um epsom salts a rose quartz and a carnelian in my um bath. sounds like a cocktail it does the carnelian's like a orangey brownie color so again very earthy yep. kind of color and yep. perfect for you know that sacral yep. to base um chakras um and avoid coffee, avoid sugar, mm. avoid those other stimulants, which will already make you feel a bit hyped up. Because if you're feeling hyped up, your self-care is off the charts. Yeah. It's hopeless. You're not doing it. So what you're essentially trying to do is invite your body to ground, to settle. And it's almost like, I mean, I think when I hear you talk about, you know, grounding, um, you know, and just 
that simple idea of acknowledging, you know, when we're in our head and, and you know, whether it's like, I guess with that concept of meditation, it's even, it can even be as simple as just going, you know, I acknowledge where I am, mm. you know, and that's an emotional, spirit, social, spiritual kind of thing to go, you know, whether you believe in God, the universe or whatever, mm. just in that moment of, you know, you, you can almost like, it, it could be prayer, it could mm. be whatever, just those little things that you could take just to go, you know, one minute of, you know, like help guide me today to go, what are the things I can do that will care for me yes. to give the best that I can in an interaction with someone, but also look after myself so mm. I can, you know, it's like that oxygen mask, isn't it? Absolutely. Fit your oxygen mask first before anyone else's yeah yeah but also i think um the thing that just came to me then oh my gosh come back it's disappeared lou oh. come back oh yeah <laughs> it's come back do you remember when when you've gone on a holiday yep and then you come back from your holiday and you go man i feel good mm. man i feel less stressed i feel alert like yes. i can see all the colors around me like i just <laughs> feel great right we've all felt that totally we've all felt that no matter where we've gone no matter what we've done on our holiday we've all felt that what i'm trying to hopefully suggest tonight through self-care and sanctuary as well is that if we can do this stuff on a regular basis Mm. we might not necessarily replicate a hundred percent of the time that feeling we had on holidays or when we just got back from holidays but we're suggesting to the universe really loved that holiday feeling yeah really 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 want to connect with that more so Mm. i'm going to do what i can on a self-care basis every day to try and infuse myself with that feeling yeah and when i get to the stage when i'm frazzled and stressed and upset and overwhelmed i need to go on holiday again and and it's almost like to take that step back to go, what you've described is take a break, which is upping the ante mm. by taking a holiday. Mm. But like we were talking off it, there might be simple as taking a break from a situation yes. that supports self-care. Yes. Well, is this a good time to quickly share my Look, share story that story. Yeah, and then yeah. we might have and to wrap we'll, up. <laughs> yeah, because this um, is brilliant. Yeah, and this is a really good example of the really small amount of time yep. around I don't have much time for self-care. So a friend of mine had two close relatives in the hospital at the same time, both seriously ill. And she would they were in different parts of the same hospital. She would visit one of her relatives and then pretty much switch straight away and go visit her other relative. And mm. these were close relatives who she had a very strong emotional connection with and was there for supporting them um one of them was coming to the end of her life Mm. and so highly stressed situation highly charged emotionally really hard right she said to me my point of self-care through that whole process when i'm moving from one hospital room to the other was at the water fountain and she said i would visit the first person and be with them Mm. and then i would go to the water fountain and i would have a drink and that was my release wow that was my self-care that was my i'm now stepping into help and care for 
the other person. And she became really aware of the fact of the importance of that water fountain. Yes. Because it was that one little driver for her which was her giving to her. Yes. Because for, I don't know what, 23 and a half hours or whatever, for the rest of the day, she was giving to the other two, except for when she was asleep. Mm. And she only had this short period of time where she was able to care for herself. Yeah. And I think the fact that she even acknowledged that and then spoke about it and shared that with me was really beautiful. Yeah. Because it does show that in these times of overwhelm and very stressful situations we there is still a a window of opportunity for us to care for ourselves beautiful thank Love you it. all right i think we're gonna have to wrap it up there we could talk about this one all night i know right? for sure um but really by talking about this we wanted because i think self-care sometimes as we said right at the start can be seen as zen and unicorns and all fluffy and whatever and oh, it's only if you go to an ashram or take a six-month holiday or go away for a retreat for a year <laughs> but no one can do these things so it's it's a matter of saying where does self-care sit where does it fit what does it look like in amongst everything that's gone on in our lives so thank you so much for being here louise and i really do appreciate you taking your time to listen to this episode of life learnings with helen and louise take care and we will see you again next time mm-hmm.